Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On today's episode of After the Snap, we welcome Reed back after his Thursday night football appearance last week in New England. We will also cover some NFL headlines, including a primetime flex for a game that you all might just want to tune into. And to round out today's pod, we will be giving some predictions on how the World Cup will finish out. It's time for After the Snap. Let's go. Every snap is an interview. After the Snap. What a snap. And keep your mouth shut, 50. I lead by example. With Blake and Reed Ferguson. Discussing life in, out, and after football. To be able to leave walking away with a degree and a championship, uh, it couldn't be any better. Yeah! Well, you can take this boy out the real south on a but you can't take the real south out of my voice. And now here we go again, twist a little bit deep because you got thick skin. Reed, we have been in California now. We, meaning the Dolphins, have been in California now for going on a week. We flew out here on Friday of last week to get the like two days in advance time change before we played the 49ers. And we are spending all week out here in preparation for the Chargers instead of going all the way back to Miami and flying all the way back out here on Saturday or whatever. Every day that I have woken up in Los Angeles, there have been protests outside of my hotel room window. Not protesting the dolphins, not protesting anything related to us. It's something to do with the University of California university system. If that doesn't scream California, then I don't really know what does. Well, first off, welcome back to the pod read. Oh, thank you. So happy to be back. I appreciate that. Um, I glad wel- to be I back. Welcomed, I welcomed you in the intro. That's all you're glad doing. to be back. That's all you're uh, I was going to ask you what your favorite and least favorite thing has been about being out there. So I guess, uh, maybe you just answered one side of that question, but what has been your favorite? I have a follow up question, but what has been your favorite part um, of being out there? For the last five days, I've done, I feel like I've done a lot the last couple of days because we were off yesterday. Sorry, we're recording this on Wednesday evening. So we had Tuesday off. Monday before that, we had majority of the day off after we, we had our workouts and, and film. So I've, I've gotten to do a fair bit of exploring. I got to go back to Santa Monica Pier. Which was cool. Uh, we went there. Yeah, that's several years ago. Long time maybe ago, close to ten years ago now. I would think that was cool. Dinner last night has definitely been the highlight of of my trip out here. Got to meet up with a guy by the name of Mark Maggiore, who is an artist who lives in L.A. He's from France originally. Moved here about ten years ago, and. He has become very well known for his 
Western art. So he's a painter, paints these beautiful, like cowboy Western landscape paintings. I actually just bought a print from him, a large print that's going to go in my office at my house in Atlanta. Next to the Buffalo? Facing the Buffalo. Facing the the office. Buffalo is in the uh, dining room. So they will, they will get to look at each other from across the house. But yeah, so he and I connected through Instagram back in like June. And then uh, when I knew that we would be spending some time out here, I said, Hey, would you, you know, are you interested in, in grabbing dinner? And so we, we did. And it was, it was unbelievable just hearing sort of how his brain, how he sees the world is so different as an artist than everybody else that walks this earth. And that's what makes people like that so talented and just makes their art so real. That was by far the highlight of the trip. We went to uh, Soho House, which is a like a members only type club place, which was cool. We were taking a photo in the in the lobby. There were four of us. One of my teammates joined and then a friend of his joined as well. And we were taking a photo in the lobby and the lady was like, sir, we uh, you know, we have a no photo policy. You know, we want to protect the privacy of everybody who comes here. And I was like, whoa, this is like, wow, super LA. Like, but, but yeah, that was, that was definitely the highlight so far of the I trip. I would be protesting that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go, <laughs> I'll go get my poster with the, with the wooden handle and start marching around. But yeah, that's, uh, we have another, I guess, four or five days left until our Sunday night game against the Chargers. So who knows? There may be some more fun stops along the way but but yeah that's that's gonna be pretty hard to top follow-up question i'm assuming there's at least one guy on your team maybe spent some time elsewhere that has done a week-long trip west like what like east coast east coast or west west before is there anybody i'm sure there are i okay i didn't know if that was a thing if if anybody was talking about their experience doing it before and like how to handle it no, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of anybody on the team that I know of that has done it before. No, I, I'm not really sure. I, I know what I do know is that uh, because I asked about this uh, with regard to NFL scheduling with like bye weeks and with West Coast trips and things like that, that if you do have two West Coast game, West Coast away games coming from the East Coast, the NFL actually does give you priority if you want to back to back, you know, make those two weeks back to back. They will actually, you know, work around schedule that, it that and way. schedule it that way. Uh, it, it's, it may not be guaranteed, but, but that's sort of what they allow for. Same with like a bye week following the London game. Like if you want to have your bye week following the London game, they, mm-hmm. they allow you to do that. If you remember, we did. We opted out of that last year and opted for the later bye week. I do remember but, that. But yeah, there's certain uh, certain things like that. But as far as as far as like teammates who've done it before, no, I, I haven't really asked around much. I feel like I've got a pretty good routine <laughs> down that I've that I try to follow even while I'm out here. Um, yeah. Just because we're in a different city, you know, I'm, I'm not you know, going and doing different things on different nights that I, that I wouldn't normally be doing. I know there's, yeah. I know there's a, 
there's a few teams in the league that would yeah, that will do super a um that do the leave on Friday like you guys yeah. did. We have never done that. I've always been curious to to know. Mm-hmm. I know uh Heath when he was here last couple of years, he would always talk we would always talk about uh long they would have long trips out of Seattle. Seattle's normally near the top every year of of like distance flown. Mm-hmm. Uh if you look at the NFL chart every right. year, they're usually top 5. But he would always talk about how if they had a East Coast trip, uh they would normally go on Friday just yeah. because the the flight is, you know, four plus hours plus the time change, obviously. One thing I I will say about leaving early for that, uh, for the Sunday game that we, we just played against the 49ers is I could physically feel on Saturday afternoon when the time change was starting to catch up with me. I flew, when we flew out here, I tried not to nap on the flight and I tried to stay up when we got out here so that I could get on as quick of a mm-hmm. routine as possible, knowing that we would be here for 10 days. But on Saturday afternoon, I could feel, man, I like I'm, I'm dragging a little bit my body. Like I wasn't hungry when I was supposed to be hungry for dinner. And yeah. so I think it's, I think it's good that we didn't, all and, and you know, I I know that there were teammates of mine who felt the same way. So it's good that we didn't all feel like that on Sunday afternoon. You know, a day later, having, mm-hmm. if we had, if we had come out here on on Saturday. So you know, thinking back, I'm like, man, I you know, I I was feeling kind of sluggish. I was I was feeling a little off, and I'm glad that that didn't have to be during the middle of a of a important football game. So I want to get into, uh, I know you, you hinted in the intro about some of the flexing stuff that yes. is going on or has happened already for a few games, uh, coming up, but, uh, I want to get into la- the, you know, last week's game, go over those and then we can talk about the flex stuff. Uh, we went to New England, obviously, uh, on Thursday. We had back to back Thursday. We went Thanksgiving and then Thursday night in New England. First divisional win. Obviously, uh, big whenever you can get those, yeah. especially, uh, away from home. The only thing that I really wanted to talk about is, uh, that I thought was notable from the game, apart from like, uh, you know, it was very, is, you know, we did a great job. Offense, defense, special teams. It was very well rounded, complimentary football. The, there, for anyone that has been to their stadium or knows their stadium, they are filling in. Their open end of their stadium, where that lighthouse is on, on the, the opposite where the end. Strong of, wind comes. The strong through. wind comes through. Yeah. They are. I think the lighthouse is gone, hmm. or you can't see it. It was dark outside, so I don't really know. But there's a lot of metal framing, I guess you would say, like they're closing. They're enclosing it uh, with a bunch of, I guess, suites and maybe some more stands. Interesting. Uh, so, and they, they redid the scoreboard on that side. It's a big, I think, it, I think they redid it or they moved it over. Maybe there's a big scoreboard up in the, in the corner over there now. So, uh, really there wasn't a ton of wind when we play that, that night. If you have been there, normally there is a good headwind coming yeah. through on that side of the stadium. But I think after, I, I guess after they close it in, it won't be as noticeable. Just thought that was an interesting 
tidbit from what I noticed because I had no idea that was going on. You guys, um, obviously, go up there I, I would think you would have brought it up if you had played there already, but yep. that was our first time there this year. So we are next up this weekend, Sunday at home against the Jets, uh, one o'clock. And oddly enough, it is week 14. We are nine and three. Okay. We've played 12 games plus a bye week. 12 games, and this is our fifth home game of the season. We have played eight away games wow. so far. So normally, so a, now are you normally the, they are you Cleveland the, game, the Detroit, yes, game the, the yes. Cleveland game in Detroit as yes. a home game as an as, no as, as an, an away, away game, game. Okay. as an away game. Normally, uh, before they added the seventeenth game, every team bar the London games. Or I guess the London home teams uh, would ha- you'd have eight and eight and even split eight home eight away. They added the seventeenth game last year, so you alternate every year. You get an extra home game, extra away game, extra home game, extra away game. So last year, yeah. first year with the seventeenth game, we had an extra home game, so we were nine and eight. This year was supposed to be extra away game eight and nine. Yeah. It's going to end up being seven and ten. Mm. Uh, because of that Cleveland game. So, tough. uh, super interesting. Now, hear me out. Not going to complain about an extra dome game. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it, it, like it's bananas I would think that, it, that I would it's mid December would... and we're playing our fifth home game. That it makes that bananas. How many? It's like so, one a month. So almost. You, have, you have two home game. I, you said it's seven and seven and 10. So you have two home games left. You have us. Uh, the, the Jets, Jets again. Miami at home, home, and then we go Chicago on Christmas Eve at Chicago. Okay. Cincinnati last Monday night game of the season, and then home New England to finish in Week 18. Got it. So we have three, three to two, le- three home games, two away games left. But yeah. just bananas that that this is that it's that it got set up this way mm-hmm. uh, where we're playing our fifth. Home game. Uh, I feel like we haven't played at home in. I mean, we haven't. We haven't played at home in forever. Yeah. So since the Minnesota game, that was um, I don't know, almost a month ago, maybe. Yeah, that was a while ago. So interesting tidbit. But uh, you guys, I'll let you hit on it. You guys played San Francisco. I uh, that's a stadium I have yet to go to, so I'm super jealous. I kind of mentioned it earlier. We were obviously in San Francisco this past Sunday. Did not come out with a victory. But that's okay because we. The beautiful thing about the NFL is there is always going to be another team. Like, like as soon as you blink your eyes, it's it's another game day. It's yep. So Especially this time of year, the games are yes lying by. Yeah. And and we're the fact that we didn't you know go back to Miami and we're already oh, sure like we're we're out here and so excited to get get back on track. Uh, hopefully this week with uh, playing the Chargers. Speaking of flexes, we were flexed this week for Sunday night football. I believe into K- Sunday night, correct? Right? Into it was Sunday a one night. o'clock, then, or was KC, it a four o'clock or something? I believe KC Denver. Well, it would have been four o'clock on the East Coast. Yep. One o'clock here. Now it's eight o'clock on the East Coast and five o'clock here. I believe KC Denver was in that slot to begin with. And they were flexed out, uh, but I could be. I, I think be it was. Uh, I want to say it was Raven Steelers. 
Okay. Does that sound right? Maybe. Or Panthers, Seahawks. Either way. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so, so excited for that. Uh, obviously just disappointing, disappointing to lose, uh, at this juncture of the season. I'm, I'm confident that the boys will be back on track this week and, and excited for the opportunity to play at SoFi for the first time. I know you had, uh, glowing things to say about how cool that place is just from is a awesome. high tech, like amazing the way that it looks and the big halo board thing that they've got yep. in there. And very, very cool. So I, I'm pumped to, to be playing there. Uh, get to catch up with friend of the pod, Josh Harris. Yes. This week. Shout out to our, our friend Josh. And, uh, yeah, it should be a, should be a great, great, a great week. Great week all around. That's all I got as far as the uh, the Chargers game goes. We have a few things to cover. We got to get to an after the snap clutch snap of the week. I'm dying yes. for. No, a, I was about to get into it. I'm I'm dying for a Reed Ferguson drum roll. I I was about gone, to get into it. We've gone two weeks without a drum roll. Yes, we have. Away. Yes, we have. So week thirteen already. The week thirteen. After the snap, clutch snap of the week goes to. Congratulations to Nick Moore of the Baltimore Ravens for the game-winning PAT snap. Week 13, after the snap, clutch snap of the week award winner. Congrats, Nick. Congrats, Nick. Uh, I will say Nick, uh, Nick is, uh, he's doing a great job. I believe the last update I saw, Nick is actually leading the AFC Pro Bowl votes for the AFC snapping position. So it's actually a uh, fat lie. Oh, it's actually a fat lie. Okay. Because Alec Ingold came up to me on the elevator today and told me that I was now leading the AFC wow. Pro Bowl vote. No kidding. For, no kidding. All right. Vote. There you um, go. And I wasn't going to say anything about that because that's not, you know, we're, that's not what we try to, do to that's the reverse up. uh actually but, because you of your tweet that you posted yes about yes, voting I, you for know, me i i, I uh, think it would I, be i think it would be <laughs> i think it'd be quite interesting for for me to make it to the pro bowl before you given the success just remember had, but just remember if you make it to the pro bowl you earned it and if you didn't make it mm, to the pro bowl the voting is rigged that's right that's right. Bots. <laughs> bots. bots voted for the other point. We love we love a bot vote. Yes. No doubt. Um so congratulations oh. to Nick. He's he's doing a great job this sorry, season. Sorry, Nick, to no. discredit your I know. Vote. No, no, no. Uh <laughs> that no, totally fine. Nick's having a great year. I hope Nick, soon to be friend of the pod. I trained with him mm. um I guess it was two uh two off seasons ago. Uh, when we were uh, still lived in Atlanta, so that was actually the the it was before the training camp that he went to Baltimore and took over that job. So congratulations, Nick! Uh, after the snap, clutch snap of the week, amazing round of applause, Congrats. great job. Second flex game of interest. We obviously, uh, I know you hit on it a second ago. Dolphins come to Buffalo uh, week fifteen. Week fifteen, the week after. The weekend after this weekend. This weekend is not that weekend. Yes. That is a different uh, so it, weekend So in, in years past, the NFL has slated a handful of games, five to be exact, 
that are available to be scheduled on a Saturday, usually week 15. I think uh, last year we were also one of the – the past two years we've been on that list uh, because last year we played, I believe it was the Carolina game we played uh, on – on we, we were Saturday. Uh, I think we were the early game on Saturday uh, last year. And then two years ago we played at Denver – in the afternoon slot on the Saturday. Uh, and that was actually the game uh, that we uh, clinched the division for the first time in a while uh, in Denver that year. That was COVID year, no fans, although they did have a bunch of South Park cutouts in the end zone, uh, which was pretty funny, even though I've never seen the show. Week 15, Bill's Dolphins flexed into the Saturday night slot for week 15. So that'll be Saturday, December 17th on NFL Network. I'm not sure what the conversation was because you guys are at the Chargers Sunday Night Football this week. It's very not often that a team plays back-to-back weeks on Sunday Night Football home, home, away, away, home, away, whatever. Back-to-back weeks on Sunday Night Football really just doesn't happen. The Chargers, there is precedent there because I looked it up. The Chargers did do it earlier this year. Uh, They played, I I think it was maybe back-to-back division opponents. One of the games was against the Chiefs. Um, The other one had to have been Denver because Denver Denver had so many primetime games. Yeah, Denver and and the Chiefs back-to-back on Sunday Night Football. So the precedent was there for it to happen, but I don't think that I think NFL Network wanted that game given the circumstances, uh, especially if we both eke out a win this weekend. So I, yeah, it's, it, it got moved to Saturday night. Uh, it was kind of, it was, I can't believe that they waited this long. Uh, I feel like the deadline, like that's super late. You know, the debt, like the, they announced it less than two weeks away from the game. I, think, I feel like I think they have to, I think the limit is 12 days. Well, yeah, the deadline was was, yesterday. Said was telling me. Yeah, the deadline was yesterday at four o'clock. Yeah. So, but they announced it Monday evening or Monday afternoon. Um. So I I feel like uh for for travel purposes because we you know Brett front you know Brett front of the pod was on last week he um unfortunately can't come now a couple other people that were planning on coming that I know also can't come excuse me can't come now so I feel like you know. Backing it up maybe two weeks or maybe at least a week, maybe, maybe 17 or 18 days prior to, uh, game day, uh, would be helpful. But, um, I don't know. Maybe they, Just maybe they this- want to do 12 days to make sure that like the matchups and the storylines are still there. I guess I, I don't, I don't really know why. Just 12 days seems short. Just to make it clear, are you criticizing the way that the league operates? Uh, so, dude, this is the squeakiest chair of all time, and I'm so sorry. I can't sorry. hear it. I if can't I'm, hear it. Okay, if I'm being no, annoying when all of our listeners are listening to this podcast, I am so sorry. This no, I cannot is, hear it. Every time um, I like shift my weight, this thing squeaks. But no, you're good. I feel like we ha- we have to mention it a little bit just because uh, it's my teammate. Um, news just broke today about Vaughn. Super bummed out about that. Obviously. He's a great player. I know he'll be back strong. We all know that. Forgive you know, my miss him. But forgive my ignorance. Be, 
did he hmm. get hurt in the in the New England game or was it? No, it was uh, Thanksgiving. Of... Oh, Thanksgiving. Okay, it was gotcha. a Thanksgiving game. Um, uh, like his knee buckled on the turf or whatever. Got it. Uh, okay. And that actually is super interesting because that turf is one of the fields that yep. the, slip the film. PA is the slip film turf. So yep. um, just really hate to see that. Mm. We thought kind of that he'd be back like in a couple weeks. They put him on IR, I think a week, like the day before the New England game last week. So hate that. Uh, yeah, just super bombed. He was having a great season. Uh, but he will be there cheering us on the sideline, helping those young guys out. I so, think I saw where maybe Brandon Bean said that he's like f- for sure coming back. You know that he he's not looking not looking to be done playing or I, I don't well, know. They signed him to a six year deal, so he better not. Okay, be <laughs> maybe it was maybe I maybe I I misread the headline or something, but it it seemed it seemed very you know encouraging that he was going to come back. Maybe this maybe season, str- to maybe he's come back stronger than he was. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, wanted but, to hit that for yeah, the Bills that's, fans that's listening. Tough. I know it's, that's uh, tough. He's he's a great. He's been a fantastic addition to the locker room this year. So, uh, really enjoyed getting to know him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he'll be he'll be back next year, I guess. Some other news out of the college football world. If you've seen it, I think this you, is if the you, biggest. If you haven't seen it, you're not paying attention to anything on social media because videos upon videos and content, and that is what this guy just thrives on. It's what he's thrived on his entire career playing football and now in the in the coaching world. Deion Sanders has taken the head job at Colorado. The videos that I'm, that I'm referring to are both the, the videos from when he was addressing the team at Jackson State and then also his introductory team meeting when he got to, is it Colorado? Is it CU? Colorado University? Yes. When he got to Colorado University, just bonkers. Like, it, like there were guys that were upset with him for leaving. There are people that are, you know, upset with him for leaving. And then there were other guys who were, you know, just incredibly gracious and, and had so much gratitude for him and what he's been able to uh, do for their careers. And then he goes to Colorado and the first, the only clip that you see of, of this, who knows how long introductory team meeting is him telling them that they should all join the transfer portal and that he's bringing, he's bringing, yeah, I'm coming <laughs> and I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's and Louis. It's Louis. <laughs> I didn't, but I, I, I had to read into some of the replies and comments to understand I what he meant by some of the content. Okay. Context I didn't, is, is definitely I didn't important. realize that the luggage meant players. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm bringing my luggage with me. I'm bringing my, I thought he was I'm literally bringing, talking about. Bruh. His luggage. I didn't know. <laughs> Who says that? Who refers to players as luggage? Usually, know. like luggage or baggage is a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Okay, you get where I'm coming yeah. from. Yeah, I understand. I did think it was odd, though. He said he he mentioned he was sorry. I know you're still talking. No. He said he was still coaching the Jacksonville State bowl game. Yeah, he's he's going to finish out the year at Jackson State, and then right, he's gonna- Jackson State. So so he's not okay. So he 
So he's not the coach yet. Right. Officially, I guess. I mean, that happens, that happens a lot at, like, I when, just thought it was when interesting. Matt Canada, when Matt Canada took over as OC at, at LSU, he, or when he got the job as OC, he came and addressed the team and then went back to, I think it was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pitt. He went back to Pitt and coached their bowl game or maybe they had mm. two games left or something. So that, you know, that happens where they yeah. will go back and, and finish out coaching. Right. That's but. not the problem. I thought that's not the thing I thought was weird. The thing I thought was weird was one, he named a quarterback already. Yeah. His son, his son. Yeah. Who and is two, not in the transfer portal yet. No. And two, he told a bunch of guys to enter the portal. Yeah. So one thing that I will say um, <laughs> that I, so I, I was listening to uh, Pat McAfee's show today and, and he made a statement about it. Maybe it wasn't today. There's a clip I saw actually today. He was talking about how he watched the entire team meeting video and it wasn't just the, you know, 30 seconds that you see. And, and he said, if you, if you go back and watch it, there are, he's challenging the team to be tough, to be a smart, right. you know, he, he makes the, he makes Character. the team. Yeah. He yep. makes the team like repeat after me type thing. Yep. Smart, tough, whatever. And so he's challenging the team, putting it, putting the ball in their court to compete with whoever they bring in because they're going to play the best guys, whether they're already on the team or whether they transfer in. He's not saying you all need to go in the transfer portal because none of you have a shot anyway. Pat, That's kind of the vibe that I got was Pat like the did, competition part of it. Pat I just did, thought the headlines well, and that's were because you know That's because you know how coaches operate and you right, know right. That, that they are all about competing and especially in, in a you know training camp or off-season right. training, whatever. But the – average watcher of a clip like that may not know what at all what he's saying. So I think that that's important to note that he's challenging them, not just saying you all need to leave because you all stink. Now the team does stink. They, that's why they hired him, but you know, I'm sure that there are some players that he will want to play important roles for their team moving forward. But it's, it's definitely going to be interesting as he takes Bigger stages now in the Power Five. He's going to be playing a lot more televised games. They were getting televised games just because of who he was at Jackson State, but now he—I mean—he's a, a Power Five coach. And and I thought it was funny. I saw a clip of I believe it was the AD for Colorado that somebody was asking him, you know, how are you going to pay this guy? And he was like, well, we don't have the money yet, but we're confident that it'll come in. And it it sounds like holy crap you don't have the money to pay this guy yet yeah but he's right like the buzz and the nil attention and booster Money's money that's in. booster money that's about to start rolling in yep. for this guy is off the charts off the no charts doubt. we saw it at a small hbcu like jackson state there's no telling what he's going to be able to do at the power 5 level and that's what i'm most excited about no doubt uh, moving on, a little bit of an unfortunate day last Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure if you were able to watch out in Cali. I don't know if you guys had football or anything going on. We obviously were off with the weekend. USA uh, played the Netherlands. 
at the World Cup. Unfortunately, uh, despite their best efforts, did not come out uh, with yeah. the dub. Thought they had they a shot lost. late, man. I they thought did. they did. They did. They, you could see the momentum kind of moving yep. in their direction when they 70th scored. minute, I when think they, 71st minute we scored, scored um, to go two one yep. and we were fighting and we were putting balls in the box yep. and uh, just could not come out on top. They got three goals, arguably all against the run of play. Yeah. So I just, you know, didn't expect a ton happy that they got to the knockout stages, but I think they set a good, footprint totally for totally. 2026 especially given um, how young all the guys are no doubt no doubt uh 2026 rolls around we are going to be in the absolute golden age of u.s soccer uh firmly believe that the so, golden age uh, well i think when all when 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 all the guys and not all not all the guys that are on this world cup squad are going to be involved there's a couple older guys that'll be phased out yep. um and a couple of guys that may be deemed not uh, good enough at that time to go through. I've already seen a lot of projections that Weston McKinney uh, might be fighting for a spot in four years uh, just to make the squad. So uh, just based on that's, that's, I have no idea, but that's encouraging, uh, man. super interesting. So um, we get a nine striker though. I would love to, I would love to, all you Please. need is one guy. All Please. you need is one guy. England's playing one. They got Harry Kane, one guy. And I'm not saying you need Harry Kane. But you need one guy to to put those balls you can't in, be, in the back of the net. You can't be you can't be trying to figure out who you're going to start at the top as you're rolling into the World Cup. Yeah. That's not how that works. No, and expect not expect to to go far at least. Right. Um, you're right. and and the lack of goal scoring was incredibly obvious. It was very apparent that they they played well on. It, on the defensive end of the field, but never scored more than one goal. Couldn't just could not put put three balls goals in the net. Three goals in four games. Yeah. Although I, I will say I I am a big fan of the analytical side of things. We did outperform the Netherlands on expected goals, which is a big stat that a lot of soccer people look at. So I yeah. uh, thought that was interesting. We did outperform them. We just got to be able to convert those chances. So I will be cheering on Argentina now because I want Leo Messi to uh, raise the trophy before he retires uh, from Argentina national team. But uh, in my, in my pool, I did uh, pick Brazil to advance. So I, uh, I didn't we'll get invited we'll into a fancy pool like you did for me. Brazil is Brazil is going to be the team to beat from here on. I mean, they've looked sharp in every single match that they've played. Yep. Neymar is healthy, and we. I mean, he he had a he had a penalty. I think it was yesterday. Had a penalty yep. and an assist, and they're just. I mean, they're firing. They, they on look all so they look so so good. Super pumped just for Morocco. They seem like oh, yeah, kind of amazing. The, the sort of Cinderella story. No doubt, um, they have a I, lot of. Geek, know, they have a lot of really good players. I don't know what their, I don't know what their projection was, like how well that they were supposed to do. But I know that they were not supposed to win the match yesterday. And no, was, they were. Um, when I looked at the list of Vegas odds, they were uh, not in the uh, top t- uh, twenty. 
Wow. They were outside the top 24 t- favorites. So they were, they were like 22nd yeah. or 23rd oh. to win the tournament. Obviously yeah. that's uh, also based imp- on group stage games. Also stuff, important but- to note goal scorer for Morocco that won the match did the waddle uh, yes. celebration, which Very was cool. phenomenal. I don't, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because I will totally mess it up. Let's give it a shot. But him and Antoine Griezmann have both done the waddle celebration and it is pretty cool to see that making its way across the (laughs) world for a worldwide celebration like the World Cup. I think that is so, so cool. Ashraf Hakimi, he plays for PSG. Hakimi. He is, uh, he's their right back. Okay. He's a good player. Ashraf Hakimi. Congratulations Um, to them. Yes, to Ashraf. Uh, just want to wrap it up here. That's, that's kind of all I got, but felt, uh, like we should share, uh, with our listeners. We are, uh, in the process of joining a new podcast network. Come on. Uh, some of you might have heard of them before. SB Nation. Uh, we are very, very, very excited about this opportunity. Um, we'll be doing a few more, uh, live type shows here and there. Uh, we'll be hosting, uh, th- those live videos, uh, live, I guess, uh, recordings on a link that will be posted through the, uh, social media accounts. But, uh, just wanted to, uh, let our, uh, very, very loyal listeners know that we are joining the SB Nation podcast network and, uh, we are thrilled to be getting on board with them. Yeah. Super like pumped. Anything? I've, I've been listening to several different SB Nation podcasts uh, throughout my the last probably five or six years and uh, following various SB Nation accounts. And so I, I'm super pumped to be uh, joining with them and, and partnering with them because I, I, I believe in the product that they put out both in uh, written form, but also in podcast form. So yeah, I'm just, I'm super glad that, that the opportunity has presented itself for us to, for us to get on board with SB Nation. Let's Absolutely. Go. Uh, one more thing just to end the podcast, friend of the pod and friend of our producer, uh, producer Chris, uh, Drew Gear, who, um, is the host for the Rockpile Report. We have mentioned them on the podcast a few times, wanted me to, uh, mention a charity, uh, that he, uh, works with and has donated to, uh, for a few years now. It's called Friends of Night People. This time of year, uh, holiday time, they do a ton, uh, of providing warm clothes to homeless people, homeless shelters, keeping their soup kitchen open, uh, a few extra hours, uh, every night, a few days a week throughout the holidays. Um, he wanted me to just mention that they are doing a raffle. Uh, for some bills, signed bills items, $5 donation per entry into the drawing made to friends of the night people in downtown Buffalo. So, Amazing. um, if you, I guess if you, uh, donate $5, you get an entry into the drawing. There's some, uh, assigned, uh, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde football, um, some mini helmets that I think myself and Tyler Bass will be signing. And, um, I, I think that's pretty much it. He just asked if I would mention that. So absolutely, uh, I will awesome. uh, post the link, uh, to friends of night people 
on the social media pages uh, shortly after we finish this recording. Beautiful. That's all that I got, a, buddy. That is a wrap on this week's episode of After the Snap. As always, you can follow us on social media at After the Snap Pod, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of the places. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify, uh, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And lastly, go vote for Reed for the AFC Pro Bowl long snapper. You can Appreciate do that, that. on uh, NFL.com. for Blake. I don't know. On opposite days. <laughs> Hope you all have a great week. Thanks for listening. We will see you soon. This has been After the Snap, tales from two brothers who live life upside down.